to Electronic Music Man. I'm James Locksmith. My guest today is one of the busiest and hardworking DJs on the planet, a torchbearer of DJ vinyl culture, keeping the true spirit alive within modern clubland, combining sounds of yesteryear and of the future. Coined today as the 45 Queen, her New York residencies, Soul in the Horn and Mobile Mondays are two cultural institutions that are widely known and respected. Having shared the DJ booth and stage with a list of legends, frequently traveling the world for festivals, clubs, fashion parties, digging for records, sharing her record collection and good vibrations, embodying the rich New York City nightlife legacy. On today's episode, we're going to be discussing uh, taking the leap into music, the difference between setting intentions and setting goals, how to overcome uh, challenges women face in a male-dominated DJ industry, and finding meaningful relationships in DJ land and the music industries both personally and professionally. Natasha Diggs, welcome to Electronic Music Man. I'm so thrilled to have you. Thanks so much for having me. <laughs> I, I had no idea you were such a night owl. Uh, <laughs> do you find uh, your, <laughs> did you find yourself <laughs> do you find yourself so, uh, more productive at night? Like, is it, and is it because of all the uh, the D, the DJ world yeah, that sort of adjusted to? Yeah, this, yeah, it's crazy because I travel quite a bit. So a lot of times when I come back to New York, it takes me a while to um, readjust my night my schedule back to you know daytime hours here. So naturally, it kind of like fluctuates, but um, you know during this quarantine time, I've just noticed I'm up late. And I think maybe it's like the stillness of the night. Maybe it's like even more inspiring to me somehow. Mm -hmm. So yeah, you find, you find yourself uh, more productive and more conducive. Yeah, and just focused, at the, honed at the, in. At the, the witchy hour. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> and then I also just kind of magical uh, when you uh, when you see the sun come up, like that kind of hour too is like kind of Yeah, yeah, totally. Magic. Love it. Um, you've been DJing and uh, collecting since your teens. Mm -hmm. um, however, you were a school teacher uh, before going into like full time into music. Um, and if I'm correct, were you a student at New York University? I think I read something. No, if I'm mistaken. No, no, no. Okay, all right, all right. <laughs> um, <laughs> um, so, what, yeah, what were you teaching? I was um, I was a preschool teacher. Uh, well, teaching toddlers. I, I worked in a Montessori school. And um, so I was teaching mm -hmm. toddlers, like babies, pretty much. And uh, um, yeah, so I was doing that during the day and DJing at night. And I was doing this for quite a while. And it was. Oh, so you're doing yeah, both. You were juggling both. both. Right. <laughs> wow. I was like, like living this double <laughs> how old, life. And, and what, how old were the kids? What happened? How, how old they were the were kids? They were from 18 months to three years old. So <laughs> they were little, little ones, you know? Uh, <laughs> yeah. Right on. But I always say that so, it, it uh, was it was not it's not that much different, um, you know, toddlers at seven in the morning and drunk people in the club at four a.m. It's like pretty like similar vibe. <laughs> <laughs> Same kind of crowd response. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. So uh, following your passion and uh, and anything that you truly love, even if you don't know for sure if it's going to work out and where money is going to come from and standing on that edge can be very scary for some um what 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 was the um was that the case for you when um and when did you you know feel comfortable that you wanted to take that leap into just going full-time into music you know and leaving teaching right i mean i was i really loved my job as a teacher so it was um you know it was 
and I, as well as I loved the DJing and, and music and stuff. And I, but I do think I, I knew that I wanted to move more into the direction of doing music. I always figured, you know, I, I loved working with kids, but I could always eventually, you know, do that again or whatever. But now is really the time where I wanted to like pursue my music stuff more. So, um, and I had wanted to do it for a while, but like, you know, living in New York and just, I kept on getting, you know, but the last year where I was like, oh, this is it. I'm going to, you know, just take off and just start, you know, continue my DJ stuff. Then I ended up getting this job offer and it was like, and I read my horoscope that week. I remember and it was like, you're going to get this job that you're going to get this financial, like a, a, a an offer that's going to, you know, increase things financially for you. And like, it's going to be good for you in that way. Um, but if you, if you take that, it's, you're also, things are going to also open up creatively for you. And so mm. I, I was just like, okay, let's see what happens. So it was like one of those things where I was like, they, they offered me the job almost immediately. I went for this interview or whatever. And, I, I gave them, they were like, whatever, what do you, you know, what's, what do you require? What's the salary? So I told them, because, so, you know, working at private school is a little bit different, but like, um, I told them what I wanted. I, I was like, I'm going to just ask for an extreme high number because they're not never going to give it to me so I can, you know, quit this job teaching thing and go on. And they came back and were willing to give me this offer. So I was like, damn, I really got to take this job now. Like, and, <laughs> <laughs> but it was crazy. I took the job and then the very next week, um, Q-Tip asked me to DJ with him at the um, at a party that we ended up doing. Um, we did this party offline um, every Wednesday mm. in New York um, during that time. And so it was like, it was crazy because it was like exactly as the horoscope said. It was like things were going to, you know, like boosting this, like I was going to get this steady job type thing, but also I was going to have this opportunity for, you know, this creative expansion or whatever. So, and then, you know, that, it was crazy because at this also then not only was I doing Mondays and like some weekend nights, I was also doing a Wednesday and I was teaching a full time 40 plus, maybe 50, like because it was the very beginning. There was like a brand new school and they wanted us to stay extra and do workshops and all kinds of stuff. So it was like 50 hour mm. work week, you know, DJing late nights. It was like definitely a lot of work. It was like I was running on adrenaline that last year. And that was like the last year before I kind of quit. Um, made the whole switch but it was like it was insane i was barely sleeping i would sleep like an hour before going just you know on the nights when i was working and but uh yeah i i don't know what was the question (laughs) i kind of went yeah no we don't know you know that that, that was cool look i I mean because i think um oh clearly it wasn't a question of um whether you had work or not as a dj because clearly you were djing a lot and Mm -hmm. and juggling this other role and so it obviously it was a, it sounds like it was getting to that point where it was like cutting the cord from the other yeah. job and just like really, yeah yeah it was um, and w- yeah i guess it was like it was that last year kind of pushed me over the edge as in like you know i i thought i wanted i was ready to quit and stuff i don't think i knew how like like yeah i think once i when i was um when i was working as much as I was that last year and just not sleeping and kind of like, it was just, it was insane. And I was like, this is not good for my health. Mm. You know? So like, I was like, I have to, I have to really pursue this all the way. Like all the signs were pointing me in that direction. And it was mm, just, mm. um, and as soon as I did, things opened up in an even bigger way, you know? So it was like really, um, 
you know, sometimes you have. But to it wasn't scary. It wasn't scary. It wasn't like a scary. Decision. At that time, it wasn't. No, I mean, I think for years before it, it was. But by that time, it was almost like, oh my, everything was pushing no. me towards that. Like you better yeah, do yeah, it. Yeah, you yeah, know, yeah, it's yeah, like you'll yeah. be crazy if you don't do it. You know, so. <laughs> yeah, no, because I, 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 um, I guess some people face that time where, um, because there, there's definitely a, um, uh, the, the, the argument of like when sometimes some people sort of dive into something when they don't have that financial security, right. and uh, and that can that can um, really be scary to do mm-hmm. that, and sometimes when you when you take that leap. Um, there's that whole expansion right. that you meant you're talking about, and sometimes when you do that, it's like you're opening up all these doors. Oh, absolutely. You, yeah, and um, yeah, so it, it can be daunting mm-hmm. uh, to to take. Yeah, that like I mean, I had I had some money saved. It wasn't like I was just going into it like with nothing. But at the same time, I didn't know where mm. you know with DJing, it's, you never know where your next <laughs> check is going to come. It's nothing. It's not like the most <laughs> yeah, stable right. type of gigs, but as soon as I did invest that more time was like, I always say it's like when you're jumping up, you're taking that leap of faith. It's like the safety net doesn't show up until you make the jump. You know what I mean? You don't know how it's going to happen or how it's going to work out, Mm. but you have to just take that jump and and trust it, especially if it's something that is really you're passionate about. It's like coming from your heart, you know? Mm. And and now what about now? Like, uh, um, like all of us, you know, we're not gigging publicly and not uh, playing out. Um, are you finding opportunities for online stuff at the moment? You've been presented with things like that. Yeah, and, I think it's such a uh, it's such a new thing still, and everyone's like, mm, I think, mm. and the you know, everyone has been like kind of scrambling to figure out what it is or where they can place themselves and everything. And honestly, I've been um, just taking it easy a little bit, taking it or taking my time, I should say and um really going within right now like uh i've been on the road a lot the last few years and um you know djing a lot and giving out a lot of energy and i feel like this is a moment for me to kind of go within and reconnect with you know what it is i'm you know like what my purpose is why i'm here like moments like these are like you know we get so attached to these roles that we're playing of like oh, I'm a DJ or I'm this or I'm that, but like none of this is permanent, you know, and like everything is always shifting. So it's like thinking about the bigger reasons that we're here and why we're here. And so it's been, this time has been really powerful for me for that. And, um, you know, I have, yeah. uh, I, I always go on a tangent and forget what the question was. What was the question? No, you're all right. You're all right. It's good. It's flowing. Yeah, okay. You're going to edit this later, out, right? <laughs> <laughs> no 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 i like to keep it nice and raw like this <laughs> i'm like stream of consciousness here um yeah but um um where, where were we yeah we're talking about like the the time of reflection the time of reflection now, yeah and... so i think i mean mm. i think in times like this it's, it's good to remember i mean i've really i from early on since this quarantine i kind of shut off the news and you know like i kind of limit my i've been on social media i mean yes i'm still i'm definitely on social media still because you know that's a way to connect with our friends and all that but i've been limiting kind of that too because especially in the beginning there was so much you know propaganda and fear stuff going on and i just i needed to 
step away from that. I needed to go within and I needed to listen to my inner guidance, you know? Like, I think we all have within us, you know, our intuition and our, our inner guidance that can kind of point us in the direction that we need to go, like more than what anyone else can tell us for ourselves. You know what I mean? Like we are all, mm. we all have that innate ability. So deeply listening and taking that time for myself has been really important and not feeling like actually right before we got on this one, I was talking with a friend and uh, a friend in India and he was telling me that like, you know, a lot of people have this thing, performance anxiety right now. Like, and I'm like, what's performance anxiety? He's like, yeah, well just like, they feel like this need that they need to keep performing. Cause like, that's what, you know, we, do, we like people do as humans. Like, and I was like, oh, okay. That, cause I think maybe for like the first, you know, week of this quarantine or like not even a week, maybe first few days, I was starting to feel that because everyone was hitting me. It's like, when are you going to start live streaming? When are you going to do this? And I was like, oh my God, like this just yeah. happened. Like, and I was like, am I supposed to be <laughs> yeah. doing this? Am I like, do and I was like, oh my God. And then I was getting anxious and I'm like, that's really dumb. Like this, you have finally have a pause in your moment. I mean, yes, I feel like the live streams and everything that's been so valuable. And a lot of people that has been early, a guy, you know, a, a light source for people and a lot of people, you know, the people who are doing it, it's giving them life. And the people who are receiving the music and the art and all that stuff is giving them life. It's, it's been a beautiful thing that so many people have live streamed. But everybody has yeah. a different, you know, we all have, we all have to listen to ourselves. You know what I mean? Like what feels right to you? Like in this moment feels yeah. Yeah. like the thing for you to do. I mean, for so, for so long, I've been running, running, running. I haven't had a moment to like sit and think about some of the creative projects and things that I've been wanting to work on. So this time has been really valuable for that for me, just getting to go through my records, organizing stuff, working on a lot of music. Yeah. Um, this has been like, for, for me, for that, it's been an amazing moment. I, I mean, I hate the, the circumstances that it's under, of course, it's not, um, you know, I, I, you know, don't love that people are suffering and, and whatever, but I also, not whatever, but that people, you know, that, that we can, but I also know that, um, that the universe has a way of balancing things out and that hopefully that there will be a, there will be also a positive side of this, um, this moment of pause. And I, and I think in a lot of ways, it's already connecting us in different ways, you know, it's making us, um, be more grateful for the things that we maybe have taken for granted for so long. And, Hopefully it can, yeah. it, we, when we come out of this, we can come out in a, in a better, uh, in a better way. Yeah, I think so. I think that with um, this time now that we're all having um, the time to look within, that it's only going to uh, make us shift internally and that's going to come out externally, you mm -hmm. know, and, uh, and I think, I think people are learning more now too because of this time uh they're uh, having like they're having to to reflect like it's it's kind of like this we have to do it like yeah. so and i think that can be difficult for some people because they've been so uh distracted for such a long time and i think there's going to be a lot of um challenges for some um some people might be already sort of prepared for this sort of thing as well because of kind of inner work that they've done before mm. and um but yeah it's it's um it's definitely uh and like you said like everyone everyone's dealing with it in different ways and uh it it, it is 
a time and also a time to be non-judgmental absolutely about how everyone's sort of deal, dealing dealing with it um yeah so look i i, I wanted to i'd love to hear more about um from you uh, uh like the challenges uh, and and for male listeners in particular as well to share sort of challenges of what you face as a woman as DJing and some of these and what what are those challenges that you've experienced in in the past? Um, what would you say would be um, yeah? Please please tell me um, about some things that you've you've personally faced as yeah. well. Yeah, I mean. You know, it's 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 hard for me to speak so much on it because I I try not to focus too much on the fact uh, on those things. Mm. Like you know, I like to, um, yeah. you know, I like to see myself as a DJ. You know, like not uh, a female DJ per se, but like mm-hmm. I think that um, you know, <clears throat> sure. I think maybe coming up when you know, like at a time when there wasn't as many women doing. Uh, you know, DJing or whatever, it's always this feeling of like, um, feeling like you need to prove yourself, you know? And I realized kind of re- a thing that I've been realizing now in during this time um, is somehow how hard I can be on myself, you know? I have like this kind of almost uh, crippling type of need for perfection sometimes, even though things aren't perfect and I'm like, mm-hmm you know they they are would you say that's a, would you say that's a conditioning from like um from being a, 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 a woman and like you've from such a uh like either generational or societal sort of conditioning I, and that kind of comes through is that I, i'm not sure about I, I think maybe in or is it just a person it could thing? be it could be a personal thing i'm not sure but both. like i think that I was reflecting on it during this time and thinking about like, you know, just always feeling like this need to prove yourself, you know what I mean? Like, or, or you know, like, oh, uh, she's a girl. She just got that gig because she's a girl or she's cute or whatever, you know, or this and that, mm-hmm. you know, it's like, no, uh, maybe I got it because I'm good at what I do. I care about what I do. I'm passionate. I put my energy into it. I'm, I'm different from how you are. Like, I, you know, we it doesn't have to be, you know, like, I don't have to do the same exact thing that every guy before me has done in order to to prove my worth. You know what I'm saying? And I think that is like, mm. I think uh, women and every DJ or whatever is valuable for their own personal vibration that they bring to the what they're doing. You know what I mean? So, yeah, I don't. I, I'm not sure, um, but I think on the flip side of that, I will say that. Um, you know, like I like I said, I just try not to focus too much on on that. I feel like there's a lot of advantages to being a woman as well, and 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 I don't. Mm. I I like to focus my energy on what I want to see, and I also have to say that there's been a lot of amazing <clears throat> guys in this industry who have been mentors, friends, and um, champions of me. So I, mm. I mean, mm. you could see it both ways, and I could focus on the those bad experiences or whatever. But I think that. I like to focus on the many ways that you know guys have in this industry and women have supported me along my my um, on my journey. You know, and that and the same way I want to continue to support other women and other you know DJs coming up as mm-hmm. well. So you know, um, 
I think it's all in your perspective in a lot of ways. Um, yes, there is definitely still work to be done, but um, you know, I think that it, we all can do our part in helping to support each other and to like Meg always says, support your home home girl and support your home guys <laughs> and like whatever. Like you know, just it's um, you know like. Yeah, we could we could always focus on um, the bad stuff, or we could keep it moving and, and you know make it, you know, or make a oh my gosh, <laughs> or you know make the best of these situations, you know. Yeah, no, I I hear you, and I think I think whatever you whatever you focus your energy on, you give more attention to, right? So if you kind of shift it uh, <laughs> to a different perspective, it's not like you're ignoring the fact that there are challenges. You're just not, um, I understand like, you know, if you sh where you shift your energy and you focus on, uh, that's what you're gonna get more of, Correct. right? Yeah. So if you get, yeah, so I, I, I hear you on that. Yeah. And I guess, um, I guess what I, what why I sort of brought this up, because also I was having this discussion yesterday, mm -hmm. you know, like that, you know, saying female DJ mm -hmm. or just, just saying, no, it's just a DJ, right. that's it. You know, like remove that context. Right because you know and it takes away from that stigma and, mm -hmm. and keeping and, and separation you know so right. um um but do, do you recall any uh incidences in the past that were kind of like you know real standout kind of time like uh uh, uh experiences that were kind of either rough or brutal like no, no like was there any kind of men that were like really sort of degrading or anything like that or um, i know there has yeah, been but you know like i just kind of block those things you out don't want mind, to talk about it you know i really don't like i don't know i i mean yeah like i really like it's like you know what it's like you haven't really made it unless you have haters right i guess they say something like that like there's yeah, always yeah, going to yeah, be yeah. people who are talking shit about you or <clears throat> whatever and you know what, it's okay, you have to just like let that go because some people, they don't have anything better to do than, you know, <laughs> be like, you know what I mean? Like, and, and, and is that, is that, is that your, um, is that your strategy with, or the approach of how you overcome them? It's just like, kind of just like stay with, stay on, stay on focus yeah, and just you gotta, like turn the other cheek sort of you thing. Gotta like, you gotta stay know? focused because, you know, like people, are gonna tell you all the t things that you can't do and whatever in life but if you like start being like mm. giving your energy to those people then you're just like they're you're they're sucking you dry almost you know what i mean like mm -hmm. my energy is my life force and so where i put my energy and where i put my thoughts and my um you know my my uh you know just my attentions or whatever that's what's gonna what i'm gonna see grow so it's like um you know, yeah, of course, it's 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 hard to hear people talk badly about you and things like that. It's it, you know, and I, I'm a, I can consider myself in the past. I've been like a sensitive type of person, you know, like so like those things could sting or hurt or be painful. But over the years, like, you know, you learn you learn how to like, I guess, toughen up a little bit or or whatever. But also you just you learn that like you know not you're not for everybody and that's okay you know like not everybody has to mm. like you or mm. not everybody has to um you mm. know what i mean 
but the people if you yeah. continue to do what you're doing the people who do appreciate what you're doing are going to gravitate towards you you know so it's like just because somebody else says you know talks badly about you or tells you why you know you only got this job because of this or because of that or whatever like it doesn't um it doesn't mean you should stop doing what you're doing you know what i mean you, yeah. we, we can't yeah. let other people you know dictate how our life I, is going to look I think that's like a a, 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 um, a a missing ingredient or the sort of the key to dealing with um, rejection because you we if we can if we can embody that idea that uh, um, not everyone's going to like me and and that's okay then you it comes out in your like in your uh, demeanor and your persona and the way you're like well this is who i am you this is how I, like this is how you accept me and that's it like i think that's kind of the missing ingredient there um I, would you would you agree yeah absolutely <laughs> i think that's yeah. a big part of it um i think a lot of us we, we grow up with this like need uh to people please like everybody has to like yeah, me and yeah. like you know like a lot of times yeah. that's conditioned from like an early age even like with our parents or whatever yeah. you know it's like oh mm -hmm. were, you know were you good in school did you get a star or whatever like you know it's like <laughs> but you know it's like yeah this the dynamics of life from which you know like and people are it's interesting it's it's a lot it's a lot the it's it's not so black and white but it's like you know there's just it's a there's complexities to it you know so. mm -hmm. um tell me you, you uh, pre, when we spoke before uh with the uh the the, the interview uh, you mentioned um the difference between sort of setting like that well you mentioned you know you you, you set more intentions rather than goals what tell me a little bit about that like and and why have you chosen that kind of approach as opposed to, um, you know, is it more of a, a design versus creation type sort of uh, process for you? Mm. In, in yeah, I don't know. You sort of look at your future. Yeah, I think um, with intentions, it's um, it's almost like like I, for instance, I I write or, you know, I've written down in a, like for maybe, I don't know, past several years, um, I've written down every so often I write down about 10 intentions and the way I write it is, um, with the, with the, with like the sense of gratitude. So even if it's something that hasn't occurred yet, mm -hmm. um, already has you know is i think it's for instance i'll give you an example because you're probably like what are you talking about um i'm grateful to be um i'm grateful for the gift of being able to travel freely around the world doing work that i love something like this right yeah before yeah. before i was yeah. traveling um constantly to, to work and stuff like that and to dj and stuff these were things that i had written but i had written it in this way of gratitude and um like it's already happened. yes like it's already happened and i yeah. think that's kind of like yeah. a kind of a key to um to manifesting in a way is like to to yeah. act like it already 100%. exists you know like and to the quantum the quantum field. yeah exactly <laughs> and um just trusting that just trusting it and knowing i mean mm. if it's 
if it's coming and, and that's again it that's where that deep listening and you know meditation and spending time with yourself so you know that it's coming from a place within these are things that you want for your life not that somebody else says that they want for you or you know like not what your parents tell you or not what you know you saw on some social media that someone else was doing and that looks cool but no it has to be something that's coming from within that's we're all here for a purpose you know we're all here to share you know our passions our gifts or whatever you know and um it looks different and unique for every person you know so um yeah like are in so it's more it's so the it's so the intentions um are would you say that the way you you um it's more of a vibration rather than like something full on specific, like and like where you write rather than say, "Hey, I, I I want," and you like really define a particular thing that you want to achieve. <laughs> it's more of a it's yeah. more of a description of of an outcome. Yeah, kind of it, and and yeah, when you say vibration, I like that because it's, it's also about the way I want to feel, you know, beyond just, yes. beyond just like this material goal, you know, it's more about um, the feeling behind it, like, you know, mm. and, you know, so I think, yeah, I just, yeah, I, for me, that's, I think that the subtle, it's like subtle difference, but like, it's. And, and, and do you, do you reflect on those, those intentions? regularly and like so yeah you, you i i actually feel, feel them yeah i actually i mean i have i write them down every so often like kind of i kind of like tweak them or just you and you and you rewrite them yeah, yeah right, okay. and i um but i read them to myself every day usually out loud like at cool. some point so it's like awesome. <laughs> and it just to reaffirm and to remind myself like these are part of like you know this these are part of the things that i want to feel like and i um mm that are part of what I want to create in my life, you know, and these are my part of my bigger purpose. And, you know, so just mm. realigning with that, like on a daily for me is powerful. I mean, yeah, sometimes I miss a day or something, but I encompass sure. it. You know what I mean? It's like, I, yeah, I, yeah. I want it to be, you know, a driving force in what I'm doing. Meditation. Yeah. Every day I meditate. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> awesome. And do you have a, do you have a particular style or technique that you use? Or? Um, not really <laughs> i don't even know sometimes what exactly i mean just just quiet sitting with myself quiet um you know depending on where i am or what what i obviously when i'm home it's a lot easier to just you know carve out my space and do that when i'm on the road and you know sometimes you're getting up early your flights or this and that it's like it might be a little bit wonky but you know usually i like to do it in the morning before I mm -hmm. before I'm checking my social media and all that stuff, like I, I want to yeah, start yeah, yeah, my yeah. day kind of like going within, kind of visualizing how I want to feel, how I want the day to go, the day, you yeah, know, yeah. and then Ooh. just like quieting my mind, allowing some kind of um, internal, you know, like guidance to come and flow through me, you know. Yeah, yeah. You mentioned that before, like listening listening to that inner voice, and um, and I think. Uh, that's a real key, especially now. Is is actually trusting trusting that and and listening to it. I think is really important right now. And a lot of people, are, some people are just find, like learning that for the first time. Yeah, too, you know? be, can be can be daunting. Definitely. Mm. Well, there's there's so mm. much right now. Is a time when there's so much misinformation going around too. It's like 
Yeah. We don't know. Like the tr- the truth of the matter is like everyone wants to say, oh, we're not opening up till September. Oh, we're not opening up till 2022. The clubs will never be open like this, that, whatever. I mean, there's so much stuff. Like if you actually listen to what everyone's saying, you'll be so freaked out. Like, so yeah, like, yeah. you know, nobody really knows. I've caught myself. I've caught myself go down those. Oh those my holes, god! You know, I, it's it's like... hard not to to go there because it's everywhere around you. Mm. You know, when you put you see people's posts and this and that, and everyone's the way people talking. Like, mm. but who is the expert? Like, how is everyone the expert on all this? All of a sudden, it's like you know. Yes, yeah. we can. You know, even the people who you know, even the president of our. Um, that's not even a good example. But, you know, a lot of the leaders <laughs> are like the no, nobody. You know what I mean? Like, pe- there's so much you know like questions and up in the air like the truth is nobody knows what what's going on so like they're still mm-hmm. figuring this out day by day and so you know in that in that sense it's like the best thing we can do in these moments is to go within and and realize that um you know that there is a purpose for everything in in these moments and like we need to as much as we can embrace this moment and see what we what the lesson is for us what we can what we can get out of this moment how we can grow from this moment how we can utilize you know this moment to grow and you know and just you know i think there is a lot of, of good things that come, come, can come from it you know mm-hmm. um DJ work is uh, very demanding uh, with with our lifestyle, like our ho- our health and travel, uh, the commitment to late nights, and we wear many hats um, and we encounter many uh, personalities in different environments. Now, I um, I wanted to sort of uh, learn a bit more about your take on, you know, the the. You know the feelings of loneliness and depression that can creep in with our work you know it happens to me and i know a lot of djs face uh, this as well especially today with the demands that um that we have and the many hats that we have to wear as djs i mean how do you deal with those sort of uh when when loneliness or depression sort of creeps in do you have certain practices that you use to keep your energy and vibrate. I mean, you you touched on meditation and your intentions, uh, but is surrounding yourself in the right environments, key people, family and friends, um, very important? Yeah, absolutely. I think um, having, you know, like when you're um, in nightlife and in DJ world, there's a lot, there can be a lot of energy and a lot of people, you know, coming at you sometimes, you know, with the best intentions, but it can be a lot. It can be overwhelming. It can be, you know, overbearing. It can, you know, you, it, maybe some people aren't having, you know, there's, they're having not the best day or who knows what, like, and, you know, you're exposed to all that energy being in the club, being, you know, night after night, those types of things. And it's really important to know that, you know, to be able to separate that and all the people and, the, you know, fans or this or that or whatever from you know like your inner world sometimes or like your your it's important to cultivate a strong family community even if it's small whatever of like you know people Mm. who are you know your real your real family your real community who know you who hold you up Mm. beyond just you being a dj you know what i mean like are you being like Mm -hmm. someone who can get someone on the list or whatever you know so it's like it really is important i think for whatever profession you're in, um, I think to have 
a community of people who can um, have your back and, you know, who you can, you know, be there for each other and, you know, hold each other up. I mean, during this time, for instance, I have like a couple of groups of friends and we try and check in with each other, like, you know, at least every other week or whatever. Just during this time, we're all self-quarantined. We're all like women on our own, like type doing our thing. But it's like, it's really powerful to check in, see what, what we're going through and, you know, together making through, making breakthroughs, being able to like support each other, give each other insight, like, you know, hold space for each other basically to, um, as we're going through these processes and these moments, you know, I think it's really mm. important to have it. and you've got and and so you have a, a i guess a, your own kind of like little community of um uh friends and family that that you can have that time and that reflection and that's something that you check in regularly and yeah yeah i try to cool. you know like um you know like i feel like it's interesting because during this time we've actually been checking in with each other more frequently than you know, usually when we're actually working, everything yeah. is like mm -hmm. these days we're, we're making more of an effort to connect and, you know, just mm. check on each other and support each other through our moments because we're not having as much actual interactions like, you know, in the, in the flesh and stuff like that. So it's like, um, yeah, but it's, you know, that's, that can be another kind of bright side i guess of this moment is you know yeah, yeah, yeah. somehow we're even though we're all socially distancing we're somehow connecting more in different ways yeah 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 look i've found that uh in the dj industry um how we are in relationships is very important mm. and finding meaningful caring and loving relationships is even more important with the work uh because of the demands in uh the public and nightlife uh that we're in and um, how do you find yourself navigating through the many different personalities that we encounter and sustaining quality and meaningful relationships? Mm -hmm. Like what, how do you, uh, is that, yeah, I mean, what are the sort of things that you look for? Just as, I guess, again, it's about a vibration and a feeling. Mm -hmm. that, uh, yeah, I guess kind of tapped on a bit of that, but I just yeah, wanted to elaborate a little bit more. Um, <clears throat> yeah, I'm sorry. Was, I couldn't hear the last sentence you said. I was just saying, like, how do, how do you find yourself navigating through the the many different personalities okay. that we encounter? Yeah, yeah, and, I um, mean, and then and sustaining quality, meaningful relationships, you know, professionally and personally. Right. Um, yeah, I think it's like you can't like energy doesn't lie. I think, and um, hmm. I think when you when I mean when you spend enough time with your own energy, you kind of um, I think that's you you know you know you it's kind of like um yeah it's like law of vibration like you can attract that type of same vibe but like you know it's like cultivating your own kind of self-love and self-care and stuff like that i think that mm. is the first steps to cultivating meaningful relationships in some way if you can't have your own your own relationship with yourself is like the most important relationship you mm. have right so if you can cultivate that and make that healthy or you know work on healing we all have trauma we all have stuff that we've gone through you know and um mm -hmm. if you can work to nurture yourself talk kindly to yourself you know like some of the things that we can say to ourselves is like so harsh that we would never say that to a friend. Right. But yeah, it, yeah. and if I think, so I think a lot of the key is, I mean, 
I think it starts within, with it, with our own selves, with our own relationship with ourselves. And then from there, you can kind of, you know, your boundaries of like, what feels good and what doesn't, you know, like when you, when you already mm-hmm. cultivate it within yourself. So then when you're, when you, you know, encounter other people, it's easier for you to tell when things feel authentic and feel nurturing to yourself versus, you know, you know, feeling off or it doesn't feel good. You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So again, it comes back oh, to, I think, great. yeah, your own like vibration and cultivating that. Yeah. Yeah. So it's it's a uh, it's a kind of like a, a relationship for yourself first, and then um, that's the first part of the the um, yeah I guess the equation. <laughs> <laughs> well, hey, um, I I'm so glad that we got to spo- speak like this as well because it's something um, like I, um, I I mean I've had the opportunity to do, uh, you know create this podcast for this kind of interaction with people in the music industry but uh, I've, I've uh, when I actually first met you I, I was like I always wanted to actually talk a bit on this sort of level for my own like because you know I, uh, I've I've uh, been doing this for a long time and I was always intrigued to hear your your take on on the way you sort of um, navigate through the music industry and um, yeah, so I, I'm 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 honoured to, to to have t- uh, this uh, chat yeah, with you. Yeah, <laughs> great. No, I love talking about stuff like this. I'm sorry if I go a little bit off on a tangent, but this is like no hell, no, no, <laughs> not at all. So uh, have you? So have you got anything coming up at the moment um, uh, for online streaming? Have, have you decided how what uh, anything that's uh, interesting that you want to be part of or um, um, and you can tell the listeners to check out yeah um coming up. well i just did a stream for glitter box festival um, um out of london glitter box and Defected. sorry do you want to which where who was that for again glitter box um oh glitter awesome box, yeah. okay I great a right with them a couple weeks ago and that's up now on YouTube. It's archived on YouTube. If you if you search Glitterbox Natasha Diggs, it should come up. And um, apart from that, um, eventually we're gonna start. We're gonna do a Soul in the Horn stream. We're just, you know, taking our time again. I, I'm I'm kind of you know I've just been working on other like music projects and getting stuff in order and just taking my time. I know things will happen at the right time, so I'm just trusting that. Um, but yeah, definitely be on the lookout for that. that that'll come sooner than later okay great yeah i'm up i'll definitely look out for the horn. <laughs> so, yeah your um your uh your involvement with soul in the horn i mean you've been involved from the from the start and and what what is your uh, is it a, a curation and what, what kind of hats do you wear for soul in yeah the horn? i mean soul in the horn is um a party that i started with um d prosper who's the curator mm-hmm. host of the party um I'm like the resident DJ, but we we both do our fair share of like you know booking and you know bringing in people and um and just you know the experience of the night and you know you know for it's kind of like, it's a great party, oh, an amazing yeah, party. You. I had such a great time playing. Yeah, we love having <laughs> <Thanks>. you. <laughs> so yeah. Yeah, so t- so tell me, um, you, so yeah, what 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 other hats that you wear for for Soul in the Horn? Um, yeah, just also, I mean, it's mostly been just the two of us doing, 
from you know from the beginning just like you know the booking stuff like you know the flyers (laughs) everything you know like so who's doing who's doing your like your social media is on point like there's uh, like stuff coming out daily (laughs) like the videos are great the selections are great who's doing that is that you that is that's right okay I, i That is all him, like, and thank God, I'm so glad that he loves to do that because that, like, I, I can't, I couldn't spend, I mean, you know, I, I love what you post and stuff, but it's like, I could not spend that much of that much time doing it, you know, so I'm glad that he loves it, um, you know. He he's obviously that. got a flow, he's got a bit of a, a ninja kind of thing happening now, he's, he's got, he's got it down pat. Yeah, no, he's definitely, he definitely does his thing with the Instagram and, you know, and people love it, so. Mm. Yeah, just definitely check out at Soul in the Horn, no spaces on Instagram to see what we're talking about. <laughs> yes, I think I think uh, yeah for the listeners, if whoever visits New York, that uh, Soul in the Horn is definitely a party. Um, I'm glad that I got to experience it because it kind of it made me feel like I was experiencing New York uh, history, you know, and as well as just, uh, you know, a party that's happening now, but it kind of embodies uh, this essence of New York. And I think that's a, that's an amazing accomplishment to, to do that and keep that kind of flame going, yeah. you know. It's awesome. Yeah. Okay, so um, aside from NatashaDiggs.com, <laughs> where else can people find you and uh, online? Like, uh, yeah. yeah, do you want to tell the listeners where they can find yeah, you? Yeah, at Natasha Diggs, N-A-T-A-S-H-A-D-I-G-G-S on all the social platforms pretty much. Um, Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, uh, SoundCloud. Uh, yeah. <laughs> so. Awesome. Awesome. All right. Well, we'll um, yeah, we're we're done. Look, thank thank you so much for for coming on board for Electronic Music Man. Yeah. Uh, yeah this is gonna come out so soon. Um, probably uh, publish it next week. <laughs> <laughs> um, actually, no, I'm gonna get it out this week. Uh, so it'll be up soon. And uh, for the listeners, head to jameslocksmith.net uh, to find out more about Electronic Music Man. You can sign up to the newsletter and uh, to hear the latest episodes and find out the latest news. And of course, if you want to talk about things in the industry and you need some tips and some guidance, I'm offering uh, some 15 to, to 30 minute consultations. You can email me directly at info at jameslocksmith.net. Once again, Natasha Diggs, thank you. Thanks so much thank for so having much. me, James. It was, so, <laughs> it, it was so great to chat with you. Definitely. All right. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.